Now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the melting pack, and it starts right now. You're listening to the melting pack. Here's your host, Pat Johnson. Well, thank you, Jerome. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the show, The Melting Pats. Great to be here. Great to have you. Hope you're doing well today. Uh, if you're on the Patreon, you get to hear a little bonus story about me talking about the, uh, not about me, I wasn't involved, but um, talking about the whole Vince McMahon scandal with all uh, with all that going on, the company shake up, and who knows where they go from here. Uh, and also, you can see me in a, a little bit of a clearer picture because I got a new camera. So you can see me in my San Diego Padres headband, which is, I'm just now realizing off center, but I'm sure it's fine. Nobody really cares. It's really comfortable though. And I'm a big fan of it. So there you go. All right. <laughs> Today on the show, we'll talk about Beavis and Butthead. We watched the movie and we may uh, kind of like parlay that into a little bit of a pat peeve and how the internet doesn't understand certain things being funny or not. We also will have... Uh, I got a bunch of things that I'm getting into because of the kid and things that I normally wouldn't really dive into as much as I have been. So we'll get to that. We have some sports stuff. We'll talk about uh, some NBA, some Phillies, some NL East. We'll get to all of that as we go forward here. But the first thing we're doing today is playing a song from our friend's standards. They have a new album. It is called Fruit Town. It is coming out July 22nd. Should I have had Marcos on again? We tried it a couple years ago. And uh, you heard on one of my, um, I think one of my paternity leave episodes or my COVID episode, maybe, <laughs> uh, the, the seven and a half minutes or so that we that we captured from that chat. So yeah, he was great. I remember the conversation well, and uh, we I remember having a great time, and maybe I should, although my schedule is very limited, uh, even more so now than it was then. So who knows? But anyway... The standards, we are standards.bandcamp.com for more from them. You can pre-order the album. Again, it's called Fruit Town. There is, a mu- there is a music video of this song, and I have to say thank you to my dear friend Doug Coleman because I sent him a message yesterday, and I said, hey, man, recording tomorrow. Which one of these songs should I play? And he made the decision because he said, hey, you can mention the music video. So the song, so thank you, Doug. Thank you to Standards. The song is called Smile. Their album Fruit Town is out July 22nd. We are standards.bandcap.com for more from them. And the music video will be in the show notes. So here it is. Again, the song is Smile. It's Standards. It's the Melty Pat.
And there you have it, our dear friends, Standards with their latest, one of their latest, that is called Smile from their late, from their upcoming album. There we go, Fruit Town, out July 22nd. We are standards.bandcamp.com. Thank you, my friends. The music video will be in the show notes at themeltingpat.com. And thank you again to our dear friend Doug Coleman for making the selection so I didn't have to. There you go. We are standards.bandcamp.com. Right? Yes. All right. Awesome. Good, because I just said it three times. So there you go. <laughs> so there you go with that. Added some drums on that one. Is that better? No, is that? Oh, that's worse. Is that, is that, that's worse? Okay. Well, well, we tried it. We went for it. And, you know, sometimes things work and sometimes they don't work. You just got to kind of roll with it. All right. So there you go. We are standards.bandcamp.com. Uh, Marcos is never coming back. It's not going to happen. He's going to hear this and go, this guy's an idiot. We're not doing this again, but thank you anyway. There you go. <laughs> there you go. All right. So I mentioned last week or two weeks ago about the new Beavis and Butthead movie called, uh, well, I didn't mention this at the time because I didn't know what the title was. It is called Beavis and Butthead Do the Universe. We watched it the other day. The reason we we watched it, by the way, we were going to watch it anyway, but the reason that we chose to watch it when we did, as I'm shifting in the chair, is we saw an ad for the movie and the the um one of the scenes they showed in the trailer was Butthead standing they were in a porta potty and Butthead was stand like Beavis is headfirst in the porta potty and Butthead is standing on top of him, stomping down on his butt, just like shoving him down to the porta potty. And I laughed so hard that <laughs> she said so we're watching the like the ad, she's like, oh man. So I just started laughing so hard. And I just immediately exited YouTube and went right to Paramount Plus. She's like, do we need to watch it right now? I said, yes. Yes, we do. Because I've just started. Maybe I'll use that as a picture for the, if I can get it, um, the picture for the, sh the show this week. Just because I, I just laughed. And I was like, yeah, we have to do it right now. And it was very funny. You might even say quite jocular. And I, I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm going to try not to anyway. Um, I thought it was great. And it's not... You know, if you know Beavis and Butthead, if you're familiar with it, if you've seen Beavis and Butthead, the show, or Do America, or uh, anything of the sort, then you know what you're getting into. You know what you're in for. Uh, their take on white privilege was hilarious. They learned, they went, they like stumbled onto a college campus and went into a college class and uh, were told they have white privilege and they didn't know. And there's there's more to the story I don't want to give away. But, you know, they uh, they discovered they have white privilege and their take on that was hilarious. They, of course, the nachos everywhere because it's Beavis and Butthead, um, discovering what Siri is uh, and all those things. Like, it was so fun. And I, I think, like, different strokes, right? You can enjoy it, you can not enjoy it, whatever. But I feel like a lot of people don't, and this is especially true with wrestling fans online, where if something is not, like, super highbrow or... You know, if it's not super layered or if it's not, you know, nuanced or it's like, oh, it's just dumb humor, then that means it can't be entertaining. That's not true at all. Like you can you can have stuff on your show or your entire show, in fact, and just be just have it be dumb fun. Right. It doesn't have to be like, for example, and this is kind of like a combination of people don't find things funny. 
Um, and again, I'm not saying that you should find everything that I find funny funny, but I feel like the bar for what is funny or what sh- like what should be funny is lower for me than it is for anyone else. Like, for example, there is a wrestler named Orange Cassidy. His gimmick, his character, is that he's just kind of lazy and he just doesn't take it seriously until he needs to, right? And so he's got his hands in his pockets. He's his uh, his kicks are just this little little taps with his feet, and the crowd plays along with it. The crowd loves the guy. I think he's great. Like it's just dumb fun. And there's another wrestler named Danhausen who he's got his face painted. He throws his arms up. He he curses people. Like it's just ha ha. Oh, I've got you now, Danhausen. And he's just you know just a weird like fun dumb character. Just makes me laugh. And that's it. That's all I want. I want to laugh. I don't, nothing, not everything has to be super serious all the time. Like if I'm watching a drama, then sure, I want things to be serious. But, uh, you know, Beavis and Bud, it's not a drama. And wrestling is a, is a variety show at its core, really. Um, well, I guess wrestling at its core is a wrestling match. But like the, the show that you watch is at its, at its very lowest, um, a variety show. Right, so you got your serious stuff. You got your people who are uh, who are big and mad, and uh, and then you got your funny guys who are going to do funny things. And uh, you know, it's just you kind of need that. Like you don't want to have an hour or two or three of all serious all the time, because then that's like, all right, what else you got? Right? Because you have to have all these characters to pull all all kinds of people in to watch the show, and that's just how it goes. That's how it goes. So, yeah, I guess the point of that is. Uh, the, uh, I guess the point is, everybody, uh, is that I'm 34 years old. My voice just cracked like a teenager. Um, You know, you don't have to like everything, right? You're not going to. There's some things people find funny that I don't like, and that's fine. But when you sit there and try to dissect a a comedy like a Beavis and Butthead or a wrestling show, uh, I don't know, like like you take it too seriously. You take it more seriously than it's being presented, and you end up just not having fun and just complaining like an And... That's not the point of the show. Like the point is to try to entertain you by whatever means they have, like whatever, whatever kind of um, avenues they want to use to entertain you. They're going to take them, whether that's a serious, you know, beat 'em up guy and on the wrestling show, or you know, uh, I am Cornholio, right? I know I didn't do the voice. I'm not going to try it, but you know, the whole thing is just like, what is the point of going on the internet? and complaining about something that you thought was dumb, the other people are like, oh, this is dumb because it's lowbrow or whatever. Did you ever stop to think that that might be the point? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, that might, like the point might be they're going to go for the low-hanging fruit because that's what works, and that's what, you know, that's what people kind of expect to see. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that, right? And it's not for you. It's not for you. Move on and watch something else. That's really all I can tell you. Um, which I have definitely talked about before, about people who kind of take their TV too seriously, is, um, I don't know, relax, okay? How about that? <laughs> How about everybody relaxes instead? All right, so Beavis and Butt, I do the universe, is streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I don't think I spoiled too much of it. I guess there were a couple things, but nothing that was... Uh, central to the plot did I spoil for you. So you're good. You're good. Go check it out. And like I said last week or whenever I talked about it, there is a new series coming soon, I guess. 
And then the old ones will be up as well uh, at some point on Paramount+. Plus. So there you go. Go do the thing over there. And then when you're done with that, watch some Jackass or some Legend of the Hidden Temple or Guts or uh, Clarissa Explains It All or any number of wonderful programs and apparently a bunch of movies that I haven't been able to watch except that one um, that are streaming on Paramount+. Plus. All right? So there, I don't work for them. I'm just saying it is a a service that I... I thought I was going to use for a week and I ended up keeping it because there's a lot of fun stuff on there. All right. So there you go. That's my, you know, I don't know what that was. Um, Beavis and Butthead and, and people being dumb about things that are just supposed to be fun. How's that? Does that work for you? I don't know. All right. So there have been a number of, um, of shows and things that I've kind of gotten into with Arthur just because, so when it started, like this whole kind of, Getting up in the middle of the night, it sucks, right? I don't know if any of you have children or had children at some point, like had little children or have small children right now. But when he would get up, like we used to sleep in shifts and, you know, I would get up with him or, you know, now actually might be better because now we kind of, I'll get up with him at night if he gets up and is, you know, hungry or teething or whatever. And so I'll just come downstairs and just put on the TV, just put on whatever, right? And so what I've learned is that, you know, a number of things will kind of calm him down, either the sounds or the colors, or maybe he's just tired of doing what he was doing, whatever the case might be. And so I got way more into the NBA, thanks to him. We started watching the dog show, like seriously watching the dog show. Just, I mean, we love dogs, right? But we never, like it was on TV. We're like, ah, no, no. But we just started, we just put it on and he likes it. And we love looking at the dogs too. So, uh, so that's really worked out. A thing I didn't think I would be into at all was racing. So he was kind of like whining and fussing and wasn't really taking in any anything food wise at the like right away. So I'm like, all right, let's try something else. So I put on uh Formula One and I don't really watch racing at all, just not my thing to watch it. Like I love racing video games, but watching it is not my thing. Um so I just tried, I just put it on F one. It was in the morning sometime. And he's just sitting there, yum, 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 just watching the cars go around and listening. He just, he's mesmerized by it. So I'm like, all right, well, I guess I got to get into this now. And so now every Sunday I'll get up with him and it's usually on in the morning. So I'll just put it on, right? Just watch him go around. And I don't know any of the people, maybe I'm not getting into it as much as I said I was, but like, I'm actually watch like intently watching it with him. Who knows if we're going to keep that up when he's older? Who knows if I'll be able to keep that up when when I'm older? I don't know. But it's a weird thing that, like, I never really thought about it until I just put it on and I watched it. I'm like, hey, this is kind of neat. All right, there you go. Um, the biggest one lately that was George Lopez. because So it's on at, like, 6 a.m. for a couple hours on TBS. And so... I would just turn it like one day I just turned it on. I'm like, oh, I like I remember watching that show. I thought it was funny. So I turn it on and the theme song hits and he immediately stops like squirming and just watches. And so I'm like, all right, all right, we got something here. And then we're just watching it and he's kind of quiet, playing with his toys and not really, not really messing with anything. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm not sure how, but George Lopez is soothing my child right now. So thank you, everyone involved with that. So I started watching it. We just had it on. And then I saw it was streaming on Peacock. So we started watching it all over again from the beginning. So we're about halfway through. And uh, it's fantastic. George Lopez, I will tell you, it holds up the show. 
And I think he's got a new show coming out on Peacock at some point this fall. I just looked it up and forgot what the name of it is um, because I'm a dope. But anyway, I... (laughs) Just like random stuff that that comes up on TV or a streaming service. Like I watched all of Legend of the Hidden Temple. I remember I talked about it when... Uh, when Michael from the band Quiet was on in whenever he was on, um, that I would get up in the middle of the night with Arthur and watch. We watched all of Legend of the Hidden Temple, and we're working our way through Guts. We haven't watched it in a while, but we're working our way through Guts. And is there another one? I forget. But, you know, what I've watched all of those things with without him, maybe not the racing, but probably everything else. But now, like... I've watched more basketball and more baseball and more. Um, we wa- we watched a little bit of the USFL. Congratulations to the whatever bandits who were that who won the USFL. Do we know? I'm gonna look it up so I can properly congratulate the winner. It drew 1.5 million viewers. Is that good? I don't know. The Stallions. Congratulations. The Birmingham Stallions defeated our Philadelphia Stars. So there you go. 33-30. Congratulations. There we go. Get them some fanfare uh, to the Birmingham Stallions. Good for you. Go get them. Uh, I didn't really watch a lot of them, so no real comments other than that. Anyway, where was I? Oh, yeah. I Maybe I would have watched all that stuff anyway, again, except the racing. I don't know why. Just never it was never really my thing. But whatever settles him, settles him. And that seems to work. So um, I'll watch all the goddamn F1 you want, kid, if it gets you to stop yelling. I know there will come a point where I'm not going to be able to watch George Lopez or whatever with him because he's going to start repeating things. And, you know, I don't need, I don't need to deal with that, you know, but for the moment, before he starts talking and repeating stuff, I can watch all the George Lopez and jackass I want. (laughs) So there you go. All right. If you don't like sports, then this is your time to get on out of here. I thank you for being here and we'll talk to you next time with maybe a guest. I don't know. We'll see if if we can get that worked out. And if not, then uh, who knows? We'll figure something out. But for the rest of us, let's do a little bit of sports. We got some baseball. We got some NBA. And that should be that, right? Maybe. All right. So NBA free agency, I'll be honest with you, there are a lot of names I don't know. As usually happens with NBA free agency, when the, the TV deals kick in and the teams have more money to spend so they can hand out maximum contracts. And a lot of times they go to guys who I who casual fans like me don't know. And so I don't know who any of these people are. But... Uh, the thing that stuck out at me, as I'm sure stuck out to a lot of people in uh, the sports media world, is that Kevin Durant has decided he wants a trade from the Brooklyn Nets. And I wonder two things. Number one, actually, I wonder three things. Number one, is he leaving? Because so the, the whole big three thing with the Nets was Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving, right? And they were supposed to be the one to be the team to win the title. And they didn't, they just didn't right? Whether injuries or, or vaccination status or whatever the case might be, it just never happened. Right. Then Harden gets traded to the Sixers. Kyrie does whatever Kyrie does. Durant is still Kevin Durant. And so that has to be a factor, right? It's that Harden's gone. Kyrie is Kyrie. Um, it didn't work out like he thought he would, like anybody thought it would. And so, I kind of wonder how much of that is a factor. The other thing is, a couple days before Kevin Durant said he wanted to be traded, 
Kyrie Irving opted in. He had a, an opt-in for like 40-some million dollars or whatever it was to return to the Nets. Like everybody's like, oh, maybe he's going to go to Lakers. He's going to go wherever. But he had the opt-in. He had the option to return to the Nets. And like three days before Kevin Durant came out and said, I want to be traded, Kyrie Irving opted in to stay with the Nets. And so I have to wonder, you know, all those things and the Nets came within whatever of, of winning the title or getting the finals, whatever it was. They got pretty close, but not quite. And so I, I kind of have to wonder if Kevin Durant decided, looked at that and said, hey, you know what? Harden's gone. Um, ben Simmons, if he plays for us, who knows what he's going to be? Um, Kyrie is a weirdo, right? You never know. Well, you're gonna, this is a guy who thinks the earth is flat and the vaccine is a, they're going to put a chip in people to, to sterilize them or something like that. I don't know what it was, but it was something dumb like that or something like crazy. And you got to wonder what kind of guy Kyrie Irving is in the locker room. Although you kind of have to wonder because Kevin Durant is very, let's say this, vocal when things bother him. Let's put it that way, that Kevin Durant's very vocal too. So he's, I'm not saying he's a perfect teammate and like he's blameless in all of this, but I do wonder if Kyrie staying played a big factor, as big a factor as some might think in Kevin Durant wanting to leave, right? And the other thing is, what's it going to take for a team to get Kevin Durant? Because this is a guy in the prime of his career and still playing like it. So you're going to want... Like if you're the Nets, I would think what two or three NBA ready guys and a handful of draft picks, like handful of of high round draft picks, right? So you're gonna if you're giving up Kevin Durant, a superstar, you're gonna want two or three NBA starters, right? Maybe a reserve guy thrown in, and how many picks? Four, five? Like what's a what's a good? See when I think of like big trades, I think of baseball. And usually it's like the big player goes somewhere and then the other other team will get back cash, minor league guys, players to be named later, you know, whatever, you know, bag of balls, whatever. Right. So I don't, I'll admit, I don't have the best frame of reference for an NBA trade and, and what a good trade for a super, for a superstar player would look like, but I'm the, it's gotta be handful of picks and two or three like NBA ready guys, like that's got to be the bottom, right? The, the, the baseline for that trade. Cause you're not trading Kevin Durant and getting back peanuts, right? You're not getting back like a role player and a draft pick. It's just not going to happen. Right? So if you don't have some NBA ready guys who you're willing to part with, so this is going to go to a team that has depth in both players and picks. And I, I honestly don't know who that could be. I don't know what the Nets are really looking for. Um, I haven't really read anything about that. But I would have to imagine you got it's got to be like half a rotation for starters and a handful of draft picks at the very least. And maybe they got to eat some salary too. But I don't know yet. I haven't really read up on it that much. Haven't heard anything. I assume I would have heard something about it. Wait, I just got an alert from The Athletic. Hold on. It's not, oh, breaking news, though, in the NFL. Speaking of trades, the Cleveland Browns have traded Baker Mayfield to the Carolina Panthers for a traditional, a conditional 2024 fifth-round pick that could become a fourth-rounder based on playing time. And the two teams will split his salary, all this from The Athletic. And 
yeah, I mean, I knew this was coming. The Browns traded for Deshaun Watson and then signed him to a max contract. Um, a max contract. There we go. And then Baker Mayfield was like, yo, I want to be traded. And at first the Browns said no. They're like, nope, we don't want to trade you. He's like, dude, what the hell? And so now they have, um, and oh, how about that? The Browns and the Panthers face each other week one. So there you go. Breaking NFL news. Speaking of trades, um, wow. Wasn't Baker Mayfield the first round pick? Did I did I miss that part? I think he was, right? Anyway, yeah, so there you go. So the Panthers, and I was wondering the other day, I, I saw this as a story about the Browns maybe trading him. And it was like, oh, is he really better than... And they listed like four guys, three or four guys who are okay. And I was looking at it and I'm like, I don't think he's better than any of them. <laughs> I'm not a big Baker Mayfield fan. It's just not, just never really, he never really clicks for me. I don't know. But there you go. Speaking of trades. So what do you think Kevin Durant goes for? Like, what do you think they get back? I don't know. Anyway, um, that's your basketball and your football. We got a little baseball. Uh, the Phillies are hanging around. They got guys out. Harper's out for like two months. I think I said this last week. Uh, Segura's out for a while. Gregorius is still on the mend. Um, who else is out? I can't remember now. But, you know, the the kids have been stepping up. And they're, they're what, 20 and 22 and 9 under the new manager, under the interim manager, Rob Thompson. So, you know, hey, who knew? Who knew that was going to be uh, was going to be such a significant change in the team. I like it. I like it a lot. So there you go. Phillies are hanging around. Are they a player? Well, actually, as I sit here right now and talk to you, if the season ended today, ended today, there we go, they would be in the playoffs. So do with that what you will. I know it's it's kind of early to make that kind of leap, but I mentioned a few weeks ago that the NL East was kind of almost over, or no, I didn't say it was over. I said it was the Mets to lose, and the Braves are they're surging. They uh when the Phillies won their like 14, 15 in a row, the Braves, of course, at that time won like 15 or 16 in a row. So the Phillies didn't really gain a lot of ground because the Braves kept winning and the Mets kept winning. Um, but they stayed in it, and now with the extra wild card, it is uh it is entirely possible or indoor plausible for the Phillies to uh to make the playoffs. So we shall see what happens there. Um I wonder what the move's gonna be with the trade, with the deadline coming up. We got about a month to go, less than a month. So I wonder what the deal's going to be. Bullpen, center field, who knows? So we'll find out what they do. Max Scherzer is back for the Mets. He what he, he struck out, what, 11 in six scoreless innings the other day, and they lost one nothing on a sack fly. Uh, sorry, Ebenez. And so now the NL East is interesting. And so now DeGrom is coming back too. Or no, he, let's see, he did a minor league assignment the other day. So... What I mean to say is the uh, the NL East might be getting a little interesting going down the line here. And, uh, oh, I wanted to mention, Mark Appel was the number one pick in 2013 by the Astros, got traded to the Phillies, uh, was working his way up the uh, the minor leagues, had some injuries, had some other issues, left baseball for like four or five years, came back a couple years ago, made his way up, and the other night he made his major league debut after all that, and I love the story. The guy seems like a real, like seems like a good dude, a really positive guy, and uh, I was really happy for him that he he made it through all of those issues he had to deal with, 
and made the majors and so far has had a couple of really good outings for the Phillies at a time when they need it. So very happy for him. Um, I like stories like that when guys kind of deal with all kinds of nonsense and then come back and go, hey, I'm going to make it now, God damn it. He wouldn't say that exactly, but I will on someone else's behalf. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Pat, you're you're done. You're, you're out of stuff. You're right. You're right. Shoyotani's awesome. Let me just put that out there. Just I don't have any numbers or or stats or plays or whatever. I just want to remind you that Shohei Otani is is playing so well, uh, and we've not seen someone play like this in a hundred years. And it's so good. It's so fun. And I really hope they make the playoffs. I want to see Shohei and Mike Trout in October in meaningful games. That's what I want. That's all. Is that too much to ask? Apparently so. Uh, so well, no, I don't know yet. It's July. We don't know about that yet, but the All-Star Game's coming, which means Homer and Derby, which is awesome. My favorite event of the year. I love it. So looking forward to all of that, and uh, we'll see where we are. I don't know. Pat, did you look up anything else baseball-wise or just your own division? Just mine. That's all. Um, tell you what, if you want me to look up something for you, let me know. And keep in mind, I record a couple of days ahead of time. But if there's a story you'd like me to discuss, sports or otherwise, uh, let me know. All right? Oh, forgot to mention... We did a poll for your favorite movie title, and uh, I unofficially closed it at noon Wednesday. It ended in a goddamn tie. So three-way tie. Uh, We're going to try to settle that. I'll get to you next time as to uh, which movie you selected as the best title, and then I will talk about it. I'll do an episode about that movie at some point in the future on the show. All right? So I will share with you. uh, I don't remember what they are now, but... I will share with you the ones that are tied. I just remember seeing uh, the same movies three times uh, enough to tie. I remember it was a tie and didn't look this morning to see what they were. But in any case, we have a three-way tie. So we're going to settle that somehow. And uh, God damn it, one of these polls are not going to end in a tie when I do this. All right, so there you go. We're good? We're good. Thanks for coming. Oh, God. what I'm Like uh, this whole, like... I had to rearrange the microphone stand now, and now the patrons are seeing like the side of me. It's really, that's really awkward for me. We got to get out of here. All right, this has been an eight boiler production. <laughs> G Love and Special Sauce with cold beverage. They're gonna play us out as they always do. Philadelphonic.com for more from them. And that is all. You know what I could do? Oh, I was gonna say I could do the droid camera, but uh, I don't think it would work. I don't think I could do both. All right. Well, anyway. Neither here nor there. G Love and Special Sauce. We did that already. I am everywhere at the Melting Pat on social media. Also, themeltingpat.com. That's the best way to get in touch with me, actually. Uh, and also, no, really, the best, best way is to send me a text at 209-867-7638 or leave a voicemail at that number uh, with your questions, comments, concerns, observations, and, of course, corrections. And, yeah, there's a network tab at themeltingpat.com where you find all of our other shows and what is going on around here. Um, I think that's all. I hope there's nothing I had to mention today because I now don't remember what it would be. So we're done. My thanks to Doug for the recommendation. My thanks to Standards for the tune. We are standards.bandcamp.com. Their new album, Fruit Town, coming out July 22nd. So go pre-order that. Tell them I sent you, and uh, they might know who I am. They might not. I don't know. What I do know is that I am done, and uh, I'm sitting in a really weird, awkward spot here. So... We're going to go. I love you. Thanks for coming. I'll talk to you next time. Till then, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Get vaccinated and boosted when you can. And, of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. 
We are good, right? Yes, you've been inside the melting pot. I'll talk to you next week doing whatever it is that we're going to do. Just don't be a dope until then. All right? I love you. Thank you so much. Go crap open a cold one. Yo. Could I get a cold beverage? I need some leverage. A sweaty ass as a lemonade would be nice. Of a spice from the top to a VK. Got a bar crop of drinks, but girls got the bait on the front board. See, I got some ice tea. If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me. Summertime is steaming, don't give me no bugs. Glass some ice and a dash of a mess. It's not teeny time. Yeah, yeah, feeling old. And bring your own beverage. It's me, so it's cold. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. Please fix me a large slice. Summertime is cool, the heat is getting old. Yeah, I have a beverage sweet, so it's cold. Cold, 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 cold. He's something from the bar. Yeah, I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. Cause I'm feeling kind of boy. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. And a friend. Go, girl, work the cold one. Go, girl, work the cold one. What? Go, girl, work the cold one. Go, girl, work the cold one. Yo, when I'm fishing, let's keep one thing clear. The bait's over there, the brew's right here. Two six packs in a big bag of ice. Didn't even get a bite, but the brew tastes nice. Back to the bar. So, every jack of reason, a colada. Need a whole lot of them food drinks to catch me up on. I must tell you, I'm the Kool Aid kid. My drink, please stick it in the fridge, cause I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. Uh-huh, I'm kinda thirsty. I like cool beverage, yeah.